This is the Hodgkin's Lutheran Podcast, Episode 9, The King on a Cross. Now as they led him away, they laid hold of a certain man, Simon, a Cyrenian, who was coming from the country, and on him they laid the cross that he might bear it after Jesus. And a great multitude of the people followed him, and women who also mourned and lamented him. But Jesus, turning to them, said, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. For indeed the days are coming in which they will say, Blessed are the barren, wombs that never bore, and breasts which never nursed. Then they will begin to say to the mountains, Fall on us, and to the hills, cover us. For if they do these things in the green wood, what will be done in the dry? There were also two others, criminals, led with him to be put to death. And when they had come to the place called Calvary, where they crucified him and the criminals, one on the right hand and the other on the left. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. And they divided his garments and cast lots, and the people stood looking on. But even the rulers with them sneered, saying, He saved others. Let him save himself, if he is the Christ, the chosen of God. The soldiers also mocked him, coming and offering him sour wine, and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. And an inscription also was written over him in letters of Greek, Latin, in Hebrew, this is the king of the Jews. Then one of the criminals who were hanged blasphemed him, saying, If you are the Christ, save yourself and us. But the other, answering, rebuked him, saying, Do you not even fear God, seeing you are under the same condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said to Jesus, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said to him, Assuredly, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. Luke chapter 23, verses 26 through 43. The great crowds of people hailing Jesus' entrance into Jerusalem with palm branches in their hands are gone. As Jesus begins his trek down the Via Dolorosa, the Way of Sorrows, to Golgotha, the place of the skull, another crowd follows him. As he struggles to make his way under the burden of the instrument of his own death, women of Jerusalem mourn and lament him. Jesus tells them not to weep for him, but rather for themselves and their children, speaking of the coming destruction of Jerusalem and of the temple Jesus chillingly foreshadows the level of violence and suffering to come. For indeed the days are coming in which they will say, Blessed are the barren, wombs that never bore, and breasts that never nursed. Normally, barrenness would be considered shameful in this culture. Jesus' statement must have shocked the women. How bad must things get in order for one to say that the curse of barrenness was a blessing? The Roman general Titus would show them, but that would come later. 
Jesus is nailed to the cross by the Roman soldiers and crucified between two criminals. When the soldiers finish their task, they turn their attention to the matter of dividing up Jesus' belongings. Jesus does not lament his situation. He doesn't curse the Jews who stood nearby and mocked him or the soldiers who murdered him. He prays to the Father on their behalf, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. This is indeed what Jesus meant when he said that the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Jesus, the sinless Son of God, dying on the cross, praying for those who literally put him there, is what St. Paul was describing when he wrote, For when we were still without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet perhaps for a good man someone would even dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. One of those sinners one of the condemned men hanging on the cross next to Jesus repented. He acknowledged his sin at this, the ultimate preaching of the law. He acknowledges Jesus' innocence and his kingship. He does not deserve to enter into the kingdom of God by his own merits. He relies on the grace of God and the merits of Jesus, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. His prayer to Jesus is one of faith. Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. The criminal's indefinite, open-ended when is met with Jesus' very definite and specific today. Assuredly, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. For all sinners in the whole world the Lord has opened the doors of paradise by his life, suffering, and death. And whosoever believeth on him has complete salvation as soon as he dies. That is the glorious fruit of the passion of Christ. Forgiveness of sins, life, and salvation. You who think of sin but lightly, nor suppose the evil great, hear may view its nature rightly, here its guilt may estimate. Mark the sacrifice appointed, see who bears the awful load. It's the Word, the Lord's anointed, Son of Man and Son of God. Thank you for listening to the Hodgkin's Lutheran Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to explore more content, you can visit the Hodgkins Lutheran at hodgkinslutheran.blogspot.com or simply search the Hodgkins Lutheran in your web browser. Thanks. Have a good day.